Hey, Internet. Welcome to Here Come the Warm Gents. I'm Matthew. And this is Mitchell. It's a great theme tune by Tear Garden. Hey, it's still there. It's, I forgot. It's nev- not going anywhere. It, it, did it take a, a we, couple we, months off as well? We can't be sued by uh, anyone else. No, that's good. Until the uh, oh, we the author be, of that song decides to sue us, we can't be uh, we can't be we can't be politely asked to not play that song yeah. by anybody. Just by a by a nice southern minister, yeah, <laughs> which <laughs> is what happened. Yeah, we took a brief break. We're back to talk about season two of Alias. Yeah, which is on uh, Hulu now, which I hate. Yeah, uh, wait, did you have the non-commercial? Yeah. Okay. Oh, fuck you! I have to watch the commercials. I'll give you the login. Oh. It's got no subtitles. It um, does. They're they're like they're yellow and they're framed in a black background. I I couldn't find them on my my interface. Yeah, uh Amazon and uh Hulu really need to catch up with Netflix and the whole playback thing. And it's got no no uh, ABC uh Oh. Like that's missing. I felt lost. They had the uh, they had if you notice in the very the bottom right hand corner they had the ABC logo so that mm-hmm. made you feel like you were watching this but, on Sunday night but it's the bug for the local affiliate I mean we're in New York it's a flagship it's not right. an affiliate right but it's uh it's the local af- affiliate is bug. it yeah oh. it's like it says like ABC seven which yeah. is uh, that's the, that's the flagship of yeah. New York and L A what else matters it's I don't know it seems intrusive. Oh. You're you're taking me out of my fun alias world, and you're putting <laughs> me right in New York City, which uh, of which alias is my only escape. See, th- I having I'm having the the reverse. As many of the things that we I've talked about in the show, it's like oh, that's probably that lovely uh, dock warehouse in Barcelona, mm-hmm. probably in San Pedro. <laughs> we're, we're, I, I, I think you're right. <laughs> so it's like oh yeah, it's like like it brings me back to like watching this on TV. Huh. All right, well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. No, alias season two, episode one. The Enemy Walks In, directed by Ken Olin, written by J.J. Abrams. They got a hell of a TV guide summary. Oh, here we go. Uh, uh, let me start with Wikipedia. Let's waste some time reading the, the incoherent Wikipedia summary. Yeah, let's just pad this. All right. Sydney <laughs> <laughs> finds herself face-to-face with her mother, whose intentions for her daughter are made chillingly clear. Meanwhile, Sydney continues her search for Vaughn, not knowing if he is dead or alive after being swept away by a wall of water in Taipei. Will's life is forever changed when he learns the truth about SD6, and Sydney's life is a double agent. Marcus Dixon must decide whether or not to inform Sloane of Sydney's suspicious activities. All right. That's, uh, okay, so chilling intentions? No, nothing in this goddamn show is ever clear. Her, they're made chillingly clear. Oh, nothing is made. Any, Especially any, not that. Yeah. You no can't adjective. amplify clarity yeah. in, this, uh, in this instance. TV Guide. I'm just going to go. Are you are you ready? Yeah. I look forward to this. The slam bang spy drama begins its second season with a new addition to the Bristow's twisted family tree. <laughs> <laughs> now that May's cliffhanger has revealed the man to actually be the mom, Lena Olin <laughs> joins the cast as Irina Derevko, Sid's Russian agent mother, who has long been presumed dead. But don't expect a happy reunion for these two. Their first face-off leaves Sid injured and Irina on the run. Meanwhile, Jack goes to extremes to keep Will alive after his SD6 expose hits the stands, and a CIA mission to smoke out one of Kazanov's cronies leads to a gruesome finding about Vaughn. See, what, wait, where do you find the TV guide? Do I don't know. Do you just Google TV guide summary for Alias? There's one site that has a bunch of weird trivia. Okay. And and this is the TV guide summary is among them. All right, I yeah. won't look because as you as you made clear, do not. Look for things about Alias, because you'll just find spoilers. You're always going to find spoilers. Yeah. 
So we got this new season. It starts with some fat loser reading uh, the opening CIA profile. Wait, was it? Wait, you know, usually in the last season it would be uh, Jennifer Garner reading in character as Sydney. Yeah. Uh, sort of giving you the premise of the show. Now it's a uh, man's voice, you know, CIA profile, Sydney oh, okay. Bristow. And yeah. it's, it's, I don't like it. It's impersonal. I hate it. Who is it. this person? Is it Vaughn? <laughs> it's Greg Grunberg. Is it Greg Grunberg? <laughs> yeah, of course. Probably. It, no, it is. Yeah. He, he's, he's credited as doing that, and I hate it. Uh, what else did you forget about? I forgot about a lot of things. Um, I, I was trying to remember if the if she was uh, handcuffed to a chair in uh, a Taiwan chain link fa- chain link fence AV closet, mm-hmm. but I think that happens elsewhere. Like the, it's just the one goddamn piece of set of staging that they reuse over and over again. I forgot about Sydney with blue hair wearing the gross fetish costume, but I hated it. Oh yeah, and Kazanov's here, and I hate him. I forgot about the wall of water and I guess like the big water balloon they had uh, rotating. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that broke. That's why uh, Vaughn appeared to drown. Right away, Sydney's mom shows up, played by Lena Olin. No relation to Ken Olin, who is. Uh, She's a Swedish woman. She apparently. is, yeah. yeah. Uh, whereas Ken Olin is, uh, I'm assuming, an American man. Who's Ken Olin? The episode's director. Ah, okay. He is married, uh, as we discussed, to Dr. Barnett. Patricia Wedig. Oh, wait, yeah. who? Patricia Wedig, the... Uh, the uh, psychiatrist. Yeah. Okay. So, don't get misled. I know <laughs> you want to. I've got so much good stuff on Lena Olin. Please, share. All right. Can I just share? Yeah. Or will you stop interrupting me so I can <laughs> okay. share? Okay. All right. Uh, she's an Academy-nominated, Golden Globe-nominated, Emmy-nominated, BAFTA-nominated, and MTV Movie Award nominated actress. <laughs> Did she get, uh, was it like Best Cat Fight for that MTV Movie Award? Or? Uh, best Action Sequence. Oh, okay. For, um, oh, so that's pretty much the same thing. Is it Enemies a Love Story? I don't have it written down. I okay. think it's not Enemies a Love Story. I don't, it doesn't matter I, what I, it is. I don't even think that's a, a movie. What is that's, Enemies a Love that's, Story? She was not, th- you know what? Wait, Enemies colon a Love Story? Yeah. Okay. She's, uh, was that was what she was nominated for uh, Best Supporting Actress at the Academy Awards. Okay. Uh, she was in the running to play Catwoman in Batman Returns. Really? Yeah. Wow. I who the hell was she around then to to be in the running? I don't know. I mean, she's an actress. She looks the part. I, I she's yeah. a, a very attractive woman. Yeah. Who, uh, I think she's only like sixteen or seventeen years older than Jennifer Garner. She is uh, quoted on the IMDb as saying about Johnny Depp, "He is a very sweet person and fun to be around." <laughs> so. They also say uh, IMDb. She has a fine singing voice. Ah, which, which has she sang in any of her roles? Uh, I have no idea. Did Maybe in any, all did of them. Did she do any Broadway? Maybe she sings in this. Uh, I that'd be great if they do like a duet at some if like some future shenanigan with uh, St. Six. They have to or the CIA. They have to both be on a nightclub act because we've seen Sydney do that. Yeah, and she's really good at it. Yeah, I hate the framing story of Sydney being interviewed. By yeah. I hated it, but also I was kind of thankful for another kind of flashbacky like this. Is what you forgot during that summer off? I I, I guess I appreciate it, but uh, it was just boring. And who the why, why is Doctor Barnett so incompetent? Why doesn't she know who Vaughn is? <laughs> Haven't they discussed Vaughn before? Probably. It seems like uh, Vaughn would be a topic. 
Yeah. Uh, maybe if not with Sydney, then Wait, with Jack. Yeah. Have we seen Sydney talk to? Oh, that's true. I don't. I don't. Yeah. Think so. I think it's like the first time we've seen her talk about things with uh, the psychiatrist. That's true. All right. I apologize. It's fine if Doctor Barnett doesn't know who Vaughn is. Yeah, but I could have done without the framing story and, the, and all that. And like, I'm like, oh, great. Like another like uh, flashback sequence. But in that flashback, we see. Sydney break out of a chair like she's the goddamn Incredible Hulk. Yeah. Well, she she was like, oh, these welding points haven't been. Uh, what would she say? They're not supported or. I don't. Know, I don't remember this at all. She's like, yeah. Like she she was explaining how she did it. She's like, I noticed the chair. Um, was damn it, like not fortified. I forgot uh-huh. the word she said. So I like put pressure on the weld points. And there's no drug she like just, adrenaline. She's just like, like she's she does this like really uh, intense scream for someone who's just been shot by her mom. <laughs> No, I think it's a pro- an appropriate scream for yeah. someone who was shot by their mom. Yeah, and I think she's basically Luke Skywalker right now. <laughs> I think if your parents are both spies mm-hmm. and you mouth off with like, "What are you gonna do? Growl me?" Being shot is a likely thing that's gonna happen to you when your parents steal in death like that. Its odds are uh, dead even. And she knew where to shoot her too, to, as not to be fatal. It's like, boom! I'm just gonna plant one right here on your shoulder. And it's, you're not gonna forget that one quick. But yeah, you're gonna live. You know. I forgot to mention Alex Kurtzman credited. Uh, as a producer, okay. as Alex Kurtzman Counter. I said, what the hell's that all about? Turns out he took his wife's name uh, as a hyphenate really? for a little while. So uh, very uh, progressive, yeah. both in terms of uh, you know his professional credits uh, and in believing the official story on 9-11. <laughs> so good for uh, Alex Kurtzman. Not so much or- Orchie. No. Orchie's the, the coincident. No, the truth. Teller. I well, I don't know. I mean, uh, he's the one who's much more of a loudmouth about it. Okay, but Kurtzman has his name on credits with him enough that I feel like he has to at least co-sign those beliefs a little bit. Uh you can always just be like, "Hey, what do you, we like working together?" But you're, I don't. Yeah, it's I don't buy into all the nine eleven stuff. But you know, he's really good with structure. Yeah, <laughs> that kind of for all these goddamn psychiatrist framings. He's fun. <laughs> all the insanity with the red ball. Forgot about. Sydney walking around the uh, the the flooded site in a hazmat suit. She's like, "Yeah, I just stole the hazmat suit," and they went and with looked her, around for Will. She's like a five foot eight Caucasian woman in Taipei. Yeah, with blue hair matted to her face and a hazmat suit. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, no one noticed. No one, like, no one I, said a damn thing. You just look at the when you're wearing a uni- when you're wearing a hazmat suit or a uniform, no one looks at your face. It's the old adage. What else here? She was looking for. She found Vaughn's coat. She found his like Matrix slash uh, oh, Renegade right. his, Duster. His, his leather. Uh, are you invoking Lorenzo Lamas? Yeah, I believe that. I believe that is my right. <laughs> I shall invoke Lorenzo Lamas. All right, good for you. I'm uh, proud yeah. Of you. Well, I was thinking about that. I was like, oh yeah, like he's kind of like, oh, this is actually perfect for the time. It's 2002. This is what. W- you would think of as cool. It's we're post Matrix. It's gonna be like a leather duster. Uh huh. And like yeah, I was like, all right, it made sense. I was gonna make fun of it, and I was like, no, it's it's of its time. Wow. Well, how, how do they find out that Will's paper ran his story because he went missing? Francie called. She called like she got cell reception. Sydney's in the plane. She's in the plane. So I when I rewatch this, <laughs> if when they they do like a, a brief establishing shot of the plane, it mm-hmm. is ever so brief because it looks. Like a low res, uh, like sure low texture, stock footage. Not even stock footage. Oh, is it actually a special effect? It looks like okay. like they took a, a footage I, from like a video game, a PC game from like 1998, 
and they just like showed it real quick. Like watch it again. It, it looks terrible. I couldn't tell because Hulu's video quality is terrible compared to Netflix's. You're, he, you're just asking for letters for cease and desist <laughs> orders. Oh, Hulu can come at me. I bet I have more money than Hulu. Oh yeah, well, good luck. And then so Jack cooks up a scheme to get Will out of this fierce pickle. Which is, uh, we're going to shoot him full of heroin, <laughs> drop him at a drug's house. So uh, we both thought, of, we both had the same thought of like, how many young men has Jack Bristow just <laughs> got <laughs> given amphetamines and heroin to? And, and then just dropped off somewhere when he's done with them. In the course of, what, six hours? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he explains everything. Uh, Sydney gets the call from France. She's like, have you seen Will? And like, uh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. And then Jack's just like, what'd you tell them? And like, he, he lays it all on the line, what's going to happen. And Will's like, what about me? And she's like, you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> <laughs> Back at SD6, Mantis rats out Sydney to Arvin. E2 Mantis. Which I'm... somehow Jack anticipated, which I don't get. He's like, we're going to have to just like, sure, let's just guess that. How do you know, Jack? Like, we're going to have to assume that Marcus is going to talk to uh, Arvin about this. And uh, Sydney and Weiss... They're meeting at this, is it a new storage locker, just from a different angle? There's a chain link fence in it. That's They, they made for damn sure, whatever, wherever they are, that there's going to be a chain link fence. And there's still a fucking cricket in the sound mix. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, can somebody please get rid of this cricket? Yeah. There was also that horrible um, tussled hair and frosted tips photo of Will when Francie sees him on the news. Oh, yeah. We're like, he looks like he's like walking... Out of a nightclub in disgrace? Yeah. Like a paparazzi photo of Matthew Perry? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like glasses on. It's like oh, it's like one of those uh, photos when you're out getting coffee first thing in the morning and also leaving a nightclub. Like he just has like those little like like wireless glasses on and he's just like ashamed. And Sydney, she watches it on the news, right? No, Francie does. And Francie calls Sydney. Right, but there's a scene later in, in Sloane's office where, aren't they watching it on the news together? Yeah, oh, I think Jack is. Jack and Arvin are. And no, because there's a scene where, where Arvin has his hand on Sidney's shoulder for about 30 seconds. Ooh, there's, there's more bad touch. You don't remember this? No. Oh, my gosh. It, it makes your skin crawl. These fucking creeps. These creeps like Arvin. Now we're getting ahead of ourselves. Sidney has a mission. Are we there yet? Yeah, we're there yet. Okay. Well... Um, she has a mission from whom? The CIA or for SD6? Oh, let's okay. So let's talk we, about E2 Mantis for a brief second. Okay. So he goes to Sloan. I need to come with. I need to come to you about this. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I was shot. They said I would have some memory loss, but I heard a code name freelancer. Mm-hmm. And I remember. And then I saw. He says that he saw Sydney go into an SD6 warehouse without authorization. Right. And that's why he's he's like, I think she's a traitor. So, okay, Jack is like, I'm going to talk to Arvin about this. I'm going to say, listen, we've taken out a main, what is it called? Circle K? The nine? <laughs> sure. K director. K director. Yeah. Uh, we took out a K directorate spot. So they're going to be fractured. If we were traitors, why would we come back? Mm-hmm. I gave Sydney that call sign because I didn't trust you because, you know, you're an asshole. And so, boom, that solves it. And then Mantis comes into her room and is like, hey, I thought you were a traitor, but you're not. I'm, I'm sorry. No fucking tension whatsoever like i was <laughs> oh i was wrong yeah it's like well we need to wrap up this plot thread somehow like that like the, oh, that was such a, a weak payoff to that well and it seems like mantis would like to know that he's <laughs> not working for the yeah. cia he would probably be uh interested in uh being brought in yeah like bring me into the cia i can text from a blackberry like no one's fucking business <laughs> So she, her mission, Sydney has to bug Jean-Marc Rivet's phone 
and uh, Marshall Flinkman, who's wearing a regular size suit. Yeah. He's developed a bug that just works in the line of a phone. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be specially fitted into the housing of a phone. Right. And he he does a charming uh, pantomime of, yeah, yeah, of a of phone call with his mother. It's very good. So jumping ahead a little bit, though. Just to give you some co- to give us some context, mm-hmm. Sloane is being very fucking patient with him for a man who's just burying his wife. <laughs> I thought about that. I was like, oh yeah, he's a, he's letting this little shtick go on, <laughs> distracting himself <laughs> from the the pain of murdering your cancer free wife. Oh look, Sloane can he can shoot a glare, but he likes to laugh. Yeah, I and guess. it doesn't you know he likes inflatable furniture. He likes uh, hard candies. He'll uh, let you rattle on about your fucking. Uh, Louisiana hot sauce and full of box fingers or whatever and the your, fuck. Your nature documentaries. Yeah. You know, Arvin yeah. puts on a tough face, but he just likes to, to to yammer and, you know, he's a nice guy. Puts wine to your lips while you're handcuffed. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then uh, there's a, uh, what would you call it? A silhouette mission, a parallel mission from the CIA. Yes. We're going to alter Marshall Flinkman's bug. Wait, is that what they did? I, so yeah. I thought what they did was just... They put a delay on it. Okay. So they get the information from the bug slightly before SD6 so they can choose to block information out. Yeah, I basically. thought they gave uh, – I was assuming maybe they, they only they were only given like part of a sequence of numbers or they, they were given – or like they made her say like a, a sequence of numbers into the phone. They're like, all right, we got that. That's what we're going to give them. So it was like a fake code. So it just sounded like uh, SD6 would assume mm. that – whoever Sydney was pretending to be was sending that person a code. You know what I mean? But I th- I think that that's correct in this. Watch this twice, by the it, way. In this, this per- is how particular instance. But it's also going forward. Uh, okay. They It'll have this, this contact to Irina Derevko and Kazanow. Right. So they can track what they're up to with this bug. So Sydney has to go to the French estate, Le Petit Rose. Yeah. Arm in a sling, too. Arm in a sling. She she does the classic parachute drop in. Yeah. No no smash mouth. No. Which is a missed opportunity. <laughs> Shame on you, Ken Olin, if that is your decision creatively. <laughs> uh, or we're, if I th- you did the you did the homework and you looked up on the on the rights to the music. It's different. There was nothing that I there were three songs yeah. that were licensed, but it was nothing that I had ever heard of. But we I think you said even if we would have watched these. On Amazon? Watch, yeah, on right, Amazon. Yeah. On, regardless, the digital rights, I guess, are different than the physical. Right. Are they, Correct. Are the DVDs, the hard co- the hard DVDs, are they the same as the TV show? As far as I know. Someone would like to send us the DVDs of Alias. Or if somebody would like to force uh, whoever, who makes this show? I know it's ABC, but like... Bad Robot? Okay. If somebody would like to force Bad Robot's hand and give us a Blu-ray release, yeah. I, I would watch that. I'd watch a commentary. Once. Yeah. Probably before this, or ensuring or that I watch it uh, theories, his manifestos, <laughs> his manifestos. Sydney has to break into this estate during a party, of yeah. course, and uh, wearing a blonde wig like Val Kilmer in Heat. Uh, <laughs> I like, was thinking, oh, that's like the, Will Ferrell and he's bounding down. That's like the other, uh, <laughs> the other thing, the other realization I came to was that oh Sydney dresses like all of the Sims that I thought were attractive while playing the, the computer <laughs> game The Sims. Like, hey, I should get my character to try to sleep with her. Try to wahoo with this girl. Did it work? Uh, 
No, I kind of made my The Sims 2, I made my, I kind of like projected, I was thinking about this, like, am I living my life the way I wanted to when I was a sophomore and I was playing The Sims 2? <laughs> and I just kind of lived in the desert. I read books, exercise, and I played video games, and I just like slept with the maid. I do some of those things, but not all of them. Well, now that you're living in the herbs, yeah. uh, how would you say that your life compares to your most prolific save file in the herbs? Uh, close, I, I read uh, books and play video games. I need to get back on a treadmill. Is uh is that part of the herbs reading books and playing herbs? video games? Are you trying to talk about The Sims or no? There was a sequel called The Herbs. Was it really? Yeah. <laughs> well, never mind. Uh, this is getting cut. Yeah. Is yeah. my quality? Was it wait, wait, reference? It, was it an actual sequel? Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it was a licensed. Uh, it flopped. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I can tell. Oh oh. Uh, so she's in the. She's dressed up as a sim, looking yeah. around, and there's this moment where she goes upstairs. I couldn't tell, okay, maybe she was looking to see if anyone was watching her, but she does this look, like this over-the-shoulder look as she ascends, and it's like, what the fuck was she looking at? Like, it was like a weird, like, like when you look, when you see someone you recognize, you're like, oh, hey, I should go talk to them. It was like one of those looks. Did you, huh. did you catch that? No, I didn't catch right. that. I'm sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm glad you're doing all this great obser- observing. I don't know why I didn't. Why did, they uh, make, why did, why did Jennifer Gardner make that choice as an actress? I wish that we had an actor who might explain why she made that choice. Yeah. What a loss. It's a loss for our podcast and a loss for uh, Jennifer Garner's I, I don't uh, know. Maybe, maybe Jennifer Garner will, will come She'll on. pipe in? She'll pipe in. She's not on Twitter. We can uh, get her to Skype into this, probably. I, I, so. I, would, I would bet we definitely can. We could kidnap one of her kids. No. Hey. <laughs> can you please just stop things that will get us <laughs> cease and desist emails? What? All right, so this weird operating room, it's in this French estate. Okay, and what's what's the purpose of this room? Why is Ernest P. Spock doing this shit? He's just, like, cutting things up like a, like a kid with a fetal pig in science class. Yeah, I'm like, did I miss something? Are they, like, black market organs thieves? Like, what's did I miss, like, a thread? And he's like, yeah, he's just cutting people open with while they're alive, vivisecting, if you will. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. Uh, Sydney's attacked by a one-eyed Chinaman. <laughs> hey! <laughs> what? Hey. He was a cyclops. Is that Sydney was attacked by a, a cyclops Chinaman? Yep. And uh, then Better. she fights Kazanow, and then she. Well, uh, yeah, she's, she's about to cut open Vaughn, like just straight up. He had a bone saw. Yeah, <laughs> just right in the chest. His eyes weren't darting around, but we we assume and we are correct that he is still alive. Well, she had to shoot him in the chest with adrenaline. Right. No other drug like it. Foreshadowing. Is this, uh, or just, uh, is this a previous uh, already, an homage again to Tarantino for their... Oh, that could be. That that would make, uh, I bet it's a twofer. Twofer? I bet, I bet it's a twofer. Yeah. And then she and uh, Vaughn have this lovely flirty moment. Yeah. Where I, it made me feel so alone. <laughs> <laughs> and and uh, she's like, we're in France? Huh. Yeah. All right, cool. She's like, I can't. Well, she, I think she's like, oh well, I'm, you know, I'm with SD. Uh, Marcus is going to be here, but you know how to get back to LA, right? It's like, and then she just fucking splits. Yeah, he's <laughs> just like, sure, I'll just jog to the nearest airport, full of adrenaline, looking like fucking Kyle Reese in the Terminator. Yeah, I like, can just totally like, get on a plane. Brown pants and no shirt, and uh, yeah, I'll, I'll get, I'll take care of things. Uh, and what's, uh, what's the deal with Vaughn's weird tattoo? Uh, what, he had a tattoo? Yeah, oh, he had a big tattoo on his bicep. Let me tell you. Some, like, military shit? I've found Michael Vartan being interviewed on his tattoos. Mm -hmm. Are you ready for this? Oh, yeah. Michael Vartan on his tattoos. I've had my tattoos my whole life. 
I got my first one when I was 18. That's not your whole life, first Wh- of all. Let me finish okay. the quote. I've had my tattoos my whole life. I got my first one when I was 18. I have a rather well-developed dark side, not anything too much. I don't have any major elements in the closet or anything, nor am I coming out of it. I just think they're kind of fun, and I like them. It's Michael Varton on his what uh, the hell <laughs> on his tattoos. That reminds <laughs> me of like the when when Macho Man was on Arsenio. It's like I don't know, I'm funky like a monkey, but I'm not a racist. Like he, there's like this like weird self-conscious word salad that didn't need to be self-conscious. Yeah, well, that he has like, a, a. I have a well-developed dark side. But he he likes the tattoos because they're kind of fun, and he likes them. <laughs> they're kooky. All right, so back in Los Angeles, Jack shot up Will with heroin, <laughs> left him in a drug house because that's the best cover he could think of. Yeah. And then, what, he calls in a tip? Yeah. Or no, he just says, it's going to get raided. Right. So, yeah. Someone. Okay. And uh, he loses his job. He's forced yeah. to uh, ruin his career. Yeah. Saying that Bans everything is like, wrote, we can go out the back way that's reported. He's like, no, I got to go out front and just. He takes it like a man. Clearly. <laughs> Tell, uh, um, I can. Cl- you can clearly tell I'm being coerced into doing <laughs> this. <laughs> and but is he gonna? Is he gonna be like? Uh, we're gonna have heroin addict Will. Well, we've had, we. I, I don't know. We we've had a uh, detox Will puking into a toilet. So yeah, maybe he's having a rough go. Of yeah, it. he's jumping from heroin addict to detox. But do you go through the full spectrum of detox from just one? Probably not heroin. Doctor. Because I mean, there's the whole uh, emotional side of detox. Yeah, that, that 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 is its own wearing thing. Yeah, but I mean, I I also pretty sure the first time you do heroin it's just physically it's very dramatic that you're gonna get very sick from from doing it yeah when you come down well both like both like you i mean you throw up but it feels amazing do you think he enjoyed the high i'd hope so i hope so you gotta make lemon lemonade man and his and his face is all fucked up yeah hopefully that uh that heroin made his face feel less fucked up yeah if i have one hope for will pippen it's uh it's that and i have it in my notes you you liar. What? Uh, uncomfortable, prolonged touching from Arvin. It's I'm not a liar. I'm just it's saying in all caps it. while they watch Will on the news. Yeah. So so they do watch Will on the news. I just because. OK, so I, I only remember when I could. I, mean, I might be conflating the time when Arvin and Jack are talking mm. and Arvin's like, I should have killed Will a while a long time ago. And, our, and Jack was like, I'll make sure that he's not an issue. Which it seems like they have this conversation a lot. Like, like at least every other episode. It's like, yeah. what are we going to do about Will Tippin? Like, like, I'll, I'll take, t- care, I'll take of care of it. So they find out from SD6, right? No. They find out from the CIA that they have to retrieve the Bible. Ah, uh, yes. This is the the operations manual. So when, when you shut down one of K-Directorate's uh, spherical whatnots, sure. they have a Bible that they resort to to like bring everything back together. Right. Like, like I guess... Which yeah, it seems like why don't you keep that on like Dropbox? Yeah, why is this a physical document you're you're carrying? I around? was thinking about it because I think the high rate of turnover for spy people ah and, they, they and don't want deaths g- and whatnot. they don't want to give them the access. Yeah, a well, I mean, of, you think uh, about it, like oh, the one the people that used to run this were all killed mm-hmm. or imprisoned or were sp- like that that shit that information just leaves. So of course you'd have like a a Bible full of all that crap. And they have to get it in the port of Barcelona, which, as you point out, looks an awful lot like a port in Los Angeles. Yeah. It doesn't look like a port at all. I don't see no water. No, it's just like warehou- like empty warehouses. Where's your water, motherfucker? <laughs> yeah. I don't see any of it. Or a fucking boat. Not even on a trailer. Yeah. No boats. No boats. No dry docks. Nothing. 
And Greg Grunberg gets shot in the neck. Yeah. By Sydney's mom. Uh, or I like to think that he's just so incompetent that it was when Sydney's <laughs> mom had uh, rigged <laughs> the. Uh, he walked right into its side of fire. Yeah. <laughs> it's like uh, she got me. Like no, it was just a screwdriver and uh, and the wind. I'm glad that's. Uh, that he recorded that voiceover in advance. Yeah. Would have been hard to record it after he was shot in the neck. I like to think there's a scene where uh, she's, uh, they're in the CIA V closet, mm-hmm. Sydney and... Uh, You're proud of yourself? Yeah. All right. And the Pork Awakens. That's the other another thing I'm proud of. Uh, the Pork Awakens was saying like, hey, Vaughn was my friend. And I was just thinking about, was it Vaughn who asked uh, the Pork Awakens to feed his dogs? Or was it the other way? Because I'm thinking that... Yeah, it was. Pork Awakens <laughs> is like, I have to live up to these fucking dogs who had uh, Vaughn we, we, as we, an owner. We we can't <laughs> call him the, the Pork Awakens. I don't know anything about Greg Grunberg. You, uh, he you, could be a lovely... He hasn't added us back on oh, Twitter. Oh, okay. So I was very adamant about not calling him the Fat X-Wing pilot. And you're like, fuck him, <laughs> fuck him, fuck Greg, not 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 fuck his character, fuck Greg Grunberg. Like you were very, very adamant about throwing him to the fire, and yeah. I was the one that was like, hey, let's let's be respectful of human beings, let's make fun of characters, but not the actors that portray him. Well, now, I was trying to be better now, than the person I was yesterday. Now, now look, now look who's being the Irina. All right, Irina. She uh, Jarevko. Yeah. All right. The enemy walks in to the CIA. Oh. Like, Wait, in, too far ahead. like Kevin Spacey in Seven. Yeah, without his fingertips. Yeah, though she kept her fingertips, I bet. Yeah, why wouldn't, why wouldn't she? <laughs> <laughs> Not a parallel. Not an issue, yeah. yeah. But before that happens, she uh, a fight between Kaznan and Sidney. Pretty vicious. Yeah, there there were some good fights between, uh, which makes me think he does his, his own, or he knows how to fight from Lethal Weapon 2, which I've discussed before. You, you think that's his only fight training was, was Lethal Weapon 2? I don't think he's in. You uh, did a lot of Shakespeare. You think they really for like? Sure, Harry you got all Part that too. They yeah. give you some. You got all that stage fighting, like kickboxing. Yeah, <laughs> who did he play in Shakespeare? Uh, he's in his IMDb. <laughs> hey, which one of Shakespeare was he? <laughs> yeah, like, who, was he was he Partho or Aramis? Did he play Romeo? Was he <laughs> Romeo? <laughs> <laughs> who did he play in Shakespeare? Was he was he King Lear? King King Lear, yeah. Was he was he uh, uh, Prospero? Titus? Was he Titus Andromedon? Who did he play in uh, <laughs> in Shakespeare? The the unshakable uh, Molly Brown. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's a couple of people. So he he gets shot by Sydney's mom. Yeah, and she what she makes Sydney like lay the, face the down. The truth takes time. Yeah, the truth takes time. Uh, which time after truth? It is the. On uh, Wikipedia, they have the episode names in different languages. No, do they? <laughs> Something tells me you're going to tell us. No, I, I had it, and then I was like, this is boring. Who cares? Mm-hmm. Uh, one of which is uh, Truth Takes Time, which is weird because I also saw that that's like episode 18 or something of this yeah, season. It's yeah. called Truth Takes Time. Yeah. So that's what, – what's that episode it's a callback called? callback to – I don't know. It's like when you watch uh, Terminator 2. Judgment it, Day? Yeah, that's the one. In, uh, in the Spanish language track. And he doesn't say hasta la vista. He says sayonara. Really? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome. It's is that the same? Is that a thing? I guess it would be because he's appropriating slang, so it has to be different. It's like you can't be like I'll check you later. Right. I guess you could have said like check you later. Sure. Like in Spanish or 
I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So here's the thing: is it me- is it the Spanish uh, language track meant for Spain, or is it meant for Mexico, or is it meant for Colombia? Yeah, good it would, point. Like, I don't know. That type of slang would be different. Sure. Back to Los Angeles. But I think we, yeah, we I think we've discovered the the real meat of a podcast. <laughs> Subtitle <laughs> on the Terminator Two DVD specifically. Yeah. I have this as a quote. I don't mm. remember who said it. Was it uh, Socrates? It wasn't Socrates. Drink this hemlock. Get lost. Kill a horse, that hemlock. Yeah. It could be Will. It could be Vaughn. I think it's Will. Uh, when he finds out that Sidney is going to Emily's funeral, he says, you're eulogizing the bastard's wife. Yeah, that was that was uh, Tippin. That's Will Tippin. The devil's wife. <laughs> yeah. The guy who wanted to kill me. And it seems like just then, Francie pops in to say, hey, I got the space. I'm opening a restaurant. Wait, I don't remember that. You don't remember like Francie popping in says, good news, guys. I signed the lease. <laughs> I'm opening the restaurant. No. Yeah, it's like, who gives a shit? Yeah. What is this? Who cares? I just remember uh, Tippin being like, oh, the one time I need my health insurance, I lose my job. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, that doesn't happen to uh, millions of Americans every year. Yeah. So they have this funeral. Sydney gives a little bit of uh, a eulogy. Sweet eulogy. It's a nice eulogy. For a nice woman. But is this an SD6 graveyard? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like SD6, they have their own facilities for all these things. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm assuming it is. What kind of fucked up ghouls are at, at the funeral for the wife of uh, an SD6 director? Uh, quote, unquote, uh, CIA people. It, no, wait, she knew he was SD6, but right? Is, and, but, but she assumed it was a really a, a real branch of the CIA. I, I, I think that she knew that it wasn't, but... Really? Yeah, because she's pretty clear about, uh, you know, the fact that people get killed and, you know. I think she was just... <laughs> Like anybody that knows what the CIA is up to, she's like, yeah. Even so, she can assume that all of Arvin's co-workers, even if she thought that Arvin did work for the CIA, she would assume that all of his co-workers are CIA. The yeah. fact that it's like that uh, that Freddy Krueger guy that tortures people or, uh, you know, Angus Scrim <laughs> from Angus Phantasm. Yeah. That they're, yeah, they're perfect all, setting for him. They're all people like this. Yeah. Like, are they at this funeral? Probably, right? Yeah, I didn't see that guy. Was, was uh, well, you know, you're going to bring uh, Angus, Ang- Angus yeah. Grimm onto a set and you're not going to give him any lines? you got to give that, that tall man some lines. I'm so sorry for your loss. And boom. He, he, like, they, they could have done a fun little, uh, like, uh, like you know, when you're, when you're at the pews at a church and then people come up and shake your hand or, mm-hmm. like, you know, they give their condolences. They could have had, like, Scaramanga and li- they could have done like some really <laughs> right. good set gags. That's what I would have done. Yeah, but then that's why I don't have my own television show <laughs> yet. Yeah, reason thirty-eight. Yep. So then uh, Jack's cell phone rings. It's the CIA. He answers a phone call from the CIA at the funeral for the SD6 director's wife. Oh, there's probably the uh, balls on this man. Because there, what was the black box when? Um, which this is like the only question that made sense for a damaged ex heroin addict like Will Tippin. When uh, him and Sydney are talking about everything, he's like, uh-huh. "Is this place bugged?" Like he was like panicked, like, "Yeah, you're, this is your life now. Oh, you're yeah. always going to be uh, afraid of dying." And she says, "There's a bug killer in the yeah, lamp." There's a bug killer in the lamp, and, and he looks yeah. visibly worried. Yeah, he's like, "Good that, stuff." That sounds like utter bullshit. But Who? anyway, maybe uh, Spy Dad hits a little pen that has a scrambler, whatever bullshit. Still, it's at, at, at the very least, it's rude. And these are the people we've discussed who are talking about being in the CIA while they're in the room that, like, the security pre-scanning mm-hmm. room before they enter SD6. Yeah. Like, that's the one goddamn place I would assume there are 
like super sensitive microphones, but no, what's they just the, don't give a shit. What's the name of the actor that plays Will Tippin? Uh, Scarlett Johansson. No, uh, I'm serious. I forgot his name. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Uh, he's very good. <laughs> he's very good. Yeah. I mean, everyone on this show is pretty good. I think Victor Garber, yeah. Victor Garber and, and their, uh, and Bradley Cooper's interactions just like, sit down. He's like, we're, we're, who's like, he asks when they're on the, uh, on the shitty airplane. Yeah. And Will Tippin's just with his bruised face. like, who's Vaughn? <laughs> it's <laughs> and, good. And he's like, sit down. And yeah. he's like, you're going to have a hard time. And there's like this, uh, everyone is kind of talking nice when Sydney answers the phone. She's like, Oh, oh, hey, Francie. Like, she's trying to play it off that they're not, like, next to twin jet engines mm-hmm. on, like, a shittily, shittily insulated, like, cargo plane. Yeah. But Jack is very much just like, what did you tell them? You're going to have a hard time. Like, he's, like, speaking like someone who's shouting over uh, an airplane, an, an airplane engine. Oh, yeah. I mean, Victor Garber, he's method. He probably was on an airplane for yeah. days. Just shouting... I don't want to. I don't want to say that Victor Garber's method. I have no idea. What if he listens to this and he gets like I like I would do method. Like yeah. I I don't know if 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 you are method. Um, I nailed it. If you're not Victor Garber, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, that phone call was uh informing them that Sydney's mother turned herself in. Yeah, she walked uh, right into the CIA. Yeah. So who the fuck was that uh, receptionist woman that looked at her like a fucking ghost walked in? Yeah, she didn't fucking know you're. She's like, a creepy woman walking you're up. answering phones at the CIA. Uh-huh. You're, uh, she had to look like, holy shit, it's Irina. It's the it's the Red Widow, Red 13, since she's killed 13 uh, CIA operatives. Red 13, like the Final Fantasy VII character? Yeah, like uh, like uh, a Sydney when she's very much in the psychiatrist's office, mm-hmm. and there's like this cadence in her voice when she's talking. She sounded a little bit like uh, someone who was 13 going on 30. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. She's like, and di- and 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 did like she was like kind of getting a hold of her emotions as she was mm-hmm. talking about Vaughn. I was like, oh, there's like a little bit of that, a little like, bit young kid trying to be an adult in there. It was lovely. Yeah, she's effervescent. She's effervescent. That Jennifer Garner. Uh, yeah, that's the end of the episode. Yeah, that's our cliffhanger. Arena Derevko. The enemy walks in, and it was just like, hey, is that the name of the episode? The enemy walks in. That's yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That ties together nicely. Well done, J.J. Abrams. Oh, Kazanov's dead. Did we talk about that? Yeah, I think I've I've hit all of my. Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess the the only thing I meant I, I decided to write down was that when she finally con- when she confronts Kazanov and her mother in that warehouse in Spain, mm-hmm. uh, the part in her hair is immaculate. It's I like agree. Perfectly straight, and like there wasn't a like a stray hair. It's right down the middle. Jay Garn's hair game is on yeah. uh, very very nice. Makeup artist uh, on that episode, hairstylist was like, "I'm taking care of this. Yeah. Lock this shit's locked down. Locked down." Uh, oh, also for uh, one of my own interests, mm-hmm. the actor who played Kazanov, Derek O'Connor. Yeah, Irish. Yep, I, b- I believe we uh, we probably discussed that when we uh, you, you not even you listen to our podcast. I listen to when, them whenever Kazanov popped up er- initially. Ernest P. Spock. Yeah. Um, That's my clever little name for him. It's pretty good. Well, I think because I was like hung up on both of those men are dead. By the way, yeah. Well, that's what happens. Yeah, when mortality gets you, life sexually transmitted and always fatal. Hey, hey, that's what I say. Oh, yeah. So wrap it up. Yeah. So uh, he's Irish. Uh, His kickboxing moves reminded me of *Lethal Weapon* too. And he also kind of spoke like in that. uh, He's supposed to be. He's supposed to speak Russian. 
Like, okay. I think that the subtitles said like speaking Russian. Ah, see, but, I didn't uh, have subtitles. So. Yeah, it's like speaking Russian or like speaking foreign language, but it sounded uh. very. Uh, it sounded in that South South African accent he used in that movie. Oh, okay. Which I guess is just like I am not being Irish today, so I better like. I better be South African. I better not like sound like an Irishman. Richard Donner, I I don't know if I could do this accent. <laughs> Can you make my character South African? Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking en- all the enemies are South African. Yeah. All right, so I, I guess that's it that's for this it episode. For Here come the warm jets, uh, season two of Alias, the the two inning. We uh, we agree that we didn't like this episode that much. It was okay. Yeah, it was fine. But it was uh, fine. I think, and uh, no exaggeration, this might be my least favorite episode ever. ever. Yeah, so of far. Anything? <laughs> no, I mean it's not as bad as. Uh, no, yeah, it's the uh, it's the worst episode I've seen of anything. Okay. Ever, you, 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 I'm counting that episode of Lost where Jack walk, gets a tattoo. You I'm walk talking that back like, so easily. Yeah. I'm like, of anything, you're like, no, of anything. Yeah, uh, I thought about it. I watched the Caveman at first, I thought, show on ABC <laughs> in 2007, starring but, Nick Kroll. Yeah, no, like I thought about it for a minute, and I'm like, no, it couldn't be. And I'm like, no, it is. It's my least favorite episode of anything ever. I think it was a f- pretty good for the time of n- not a bunch of assholes buying DVDs or streaming television. Mm-hmm. To start off a second season of a, a spy show that maybe people liked, maybe people they were trying to get on board to kind of wrap it up, wrap up their cliffhanger, get people into it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was okay. I agree. I don't it like did the psychiatrist job. framing flashback bonanza, but I, I mean they're pretty good at like taking the um, taking the side of the audience and being like, "What the fuck is going on?" Sure. Like, oh, we need all these characters asking, like, "And you did what? You were able to do that." With an, a broken Here's why I don't like shoulder? it. Shoulder? It makes it hard for us to talk about it, because chronologically, it's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, and it makes it makes us look like idiots. We look like assholes today, man. I don't think... I mean, listen. Everyone hates us. Watch. We watched this show twice. I watched the episode twice, and I still wasn't... I It took me... I watched it twice, and I had to rewind. Like, okay, why the fuck is she going to France? Uh-huh. Like, oh, yeah, the thing is fractured. They mm-hmm. need a bug. Someone's like... Ah, like, I still... It's just names and bullshit. Like, and I still can't remember it. I'm just like, all right. They just have to think of, like, the structure mm-hmm. of, like, there's going to be some point in the show where they go somewhere and uh, she's going to be doing, like, a parallel mission for the CIA and there's going to be a mix-up and maybe Marcus is on to something. Sure. Maybe Marcus has a Jamaican accent. We don't know what's going to happen. God willing. God willing. Yeah. He's going <laughs> to bring that alias back. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I think uh, it was okay. I think you are your feelings about this being like blah are very valid. I'm I think I'm just a little bit more forgiving. Oh, is it okay if I share my feelings? Eh. Sure. <laughs> all right. Uh all right, we're done here? Yeah. All right. So here come the warm gents. We are at warm gents on Twitter. Yeah. Warmgents at gmail dot com. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter. Send us questions. Send us questions. I want to get this shit out. Right away. Tell your friends about something that won't offend your pets when they're at home, suffering from separation anxiety. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to have Tear Garden play us out. Yeah. Uh, I'm Matthew. And this is Mitchell. And we will talk to you next time. Bye.